Jesus said, who the Son of Man has set free is free indeed. We are free from the grave. We are free from death. We are free from shame. But the Bible also says we are also free from sin. Now, I've heard a lot of teachings on how to overcome sin. Very few of them are helpful. They'll say things like knuckle down, buckle down, get it done, fight against it. And yes, we should be struggling against sin, but we need more help than that. The problem is there are some underlying things that are stacked against you. And if you don't get them in the proper place, sin will continue to be reinforced. You have to prepare beforehand. Then when you face temptation, you'll be able to win. There are some tools and principles when we put them into action that they help us be successful in the future. In other words, what am I doing today that is going to help me tomorrow? Today, how freedom in Christ helps us overcome sin. Hi, this is Robert Furrow and welcome to Hot Topics. If you're new here, consider liking, subscribing, sharing, and ringing the bell. The comment section is open below. We would love to hear from you. Now, Jesus also said, therefore, if the Son of Man makes you free, you are free indeed. You've been freed from the law. You've been freed from yourself and you are given power over sin. The Bible clearly tells us that we have been freed from sin. But what exactly does that mean? Romans 8, 2 says, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. You want to be free from sin. You may say, I've tried, or I don't want to be free from it. You may be in bondage to it right now, but you have the power to be able to be set free. You may be in bondage to it right now, but there are two things that work together, the freedom of Christ and the grace of Christ. Grace in time of need and freedom to be able to do things to get ready to face those difficulties. Now let's consider a few things about sin before we look at how freedom helps us to overcome it. First of all, it is deceptive. This is why it's so hard to get rid of sin, because even if we can see it clearly, we can't see it clearly for long, and we find ourselves deceived by it. Hebrews 3, 12 and 13 says, Beware, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. And there it is. We can be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. We want God to open our eyes and let us see the destructive nature of sin so we are no longer deceived by it. The Bible also tells us in James 1, 16 and 17, do not be deceived. This is right after it's talked about sin, that sin gives birth when we are enticed and ends in death. Do not be deceived, my beloved brethren, for every good and every perfect gift comes from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. In other words, Everything we need comes from him, and we don't need what we think we need from sin. If we do, we are deceived by it. It's not only deceptive, but it hurts us. Proverbs 13, 6 says, Righteousness guards him whose way is blameless, but wickedness overthrows a sinner. You are overthrown by wickedness. You are overthrown by sin. Galatians 6, 8 also tells us, for he who sows to the flesh from the flesh will reap corruption, but he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. 
Now, there's no way to escape it. If you sow to the flesh, from the flesh you will reap corruption. And that corruption will bring destruction into your life. The more sin we can get out of our lives, the better off we will be because we get rid of the corruption and we get rid of the destruction. Now, the final thing that it tells us about sin is it brings forth death. And that doesn't just mean that we're going to die eventually. It means that sin is working to bring forth the death of something. Listen to James 1, 14 and 15. But each one is tempted when he's drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then when desires have conceived, it gives birth to sin. And when sin is full grown, it brings forth death. Death is so deceptive and so corruptive that it kills things. It can kill respect. It can kill marriages. It can kill all kinds of things. This is why you want to battle against it. And the very familiar Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. And this is where the grace of God comes in. When we do sin, we can go to him, ask him to forgive us, and he's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now let's talk about how freedom in Christ can set us free. 2 Corinthians 3.17 says, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. When we are filled with the Spirit and we walk with the Spirit, then we have a freedom. We of all people are the most free. Only use your freedom for good. Use your superpower for good. If the Christian's superpower is freedom, use that for good in your life. First of all, avoid things that are not helpful. That may be different to different people. You know your own struggles. The Bible says the temptation that we face is common, but there are different ways in which we're tempted, and we should use our freedom. We have total freedom, but we have freedom also to restrict certain things in our lives that could keep us from living a pure life for Him. 1 Corinthians 6.12 says, All things are lawful for me, but all things are not helpful. Now, that's quite literal. I can make choices, and all things are lawful for me. I could make a decision to do something that would put me in prison. That's lawful for me. I can do it, but it's not helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. In other words, the reason that I choose not to do things that would put me in jail is because I don't want to go there. The reason I want to choose things that are going to help me that I won't fall into sin is because I want to have power over sin. The second thing that we see is that we should choose things that are edifying. I can choose things that are neutral. I can listen to music that is just neutral. It's not sinful and it's not righteous. It's just gray. But I can also choose to redeem my time. It doesn't mean I have to do it all the time but I can choose on my free time to do things that are going to edify me and lift me up so that when I do face temptations, I'm ready to face them and win. In 1 Corinthians 10, 23, it says, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but not all things edify. I want to do those things in my life that edify me on a daily basis, that feed my spirit, that cause me to be strong, that can help me to make good decisions. This is how my freedom allows me to fight over sin. I don't have to wait until I'm facing the grips of temptation to call out to God to be set free. But I can prepare and I can plan beforehand. I can be wise that I don't sow the flesh. 
Galatians 5.13 says, For you, brethren, have been called to liberty. Only do not use that liberty as an opportunity to the flesh, but through love serve one another. Just as I don't want to use my liberty to do something that would put me in jail, I don't want to use my liberty that appeals to my flesh either. But I want to walk in love. And love is one of those keys that really helps us to overcome temptation. And finally, do not use your liberty as an occasion for sin. Listen to what it says in 1 Peter 2.16. As free, yet not as using liberty as a cloak for vice, but as a bondservant of God. We are free in Christ, all kinds of freedom, but we don't want to give an occasion to sin through that freedom. And this can sometimes happen. In closing, let me give you a principle. Don't forget your five Ps. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. And that's true in our Christian lives as well. If we are redeeming the time, if we are using our freedom to make good choices, then we are going to prepare properly, and that is going to prevent poor performance when we face difficulties and temptations. God bless you. We'll see you next time on Hot Topics.